You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. There's a, a book many years ago. My mom, she used, to, she used to get us to read some books those days. And this book is called Forgive Me, Natasha by Sergei Kodakov. Now, Sergei was a KGB agent. And one of his missions was to torture and destroy Christians. And they would, they would catch Christians. They, would, they had informers that would inform them of where Christians gathered. And they would raid the place, get these people, beat them, lock them up, kill some of them. And uh, but one of the things they did, they did in those days, even in Romania with Richard Wombrand, if you've read Tortured for Christ, if you haven't read it, you, you, we need to read some of those books. So that we understand the freedom we have. And appreciate the freedom we have. Just to worship God. And some of us are quarreling with God. Maybe because you didn't get what you wanted. We're so spoiled. Hmm? Those guys, yeah. Those guys, they, they would, like a whole church would have one Bible. In those days. A whole church would have one Bible. Sometimes not even a whole Bible. Just part of a Bible. And they will divide the Bible. You take Matthew chapter 1 and 2. You take. You know they would divide it. So you memorize that. So when we get together. What you know you begin to share. Because we are not able to all read it. Can you imagine that? Because there was a scarcity of Bibles. Today you have it on your phone. You have it. I don't even know how many Bibles I have. And I just keep buying them. Every time I go in and I see it, I just buy this. Somebody came to my office one day, saw five Bibles. said, Pastor, you have so many Bibles. I said, no, these are just a few. I have some more at home. And I have all kinds of versions in my, in my phone, in my laptop. Everything is there. But those guys, they would just have one page. And that page, they have to hide it. Nobody must see it. And they have to read it in secret. You understand? So when they get together, you share what you have read. And I share what I have read. And that was how they were able to sustain themselves, even in China, all these places. But we, we say, oh, the Bibles are too expensive. How many people, you know, you, 
You've said that before. Okay, don't raise your hand. <laughs> Nobody knows. You're not like that. Bibles are too expensive. Christian books are too expensive. But yet, when they tell you to buy your textbook, I mean, I bought a book. I saw the price, 2,500 rands. Huh? Just a book, a textbook. But to be used, yeah. And after they give you another list. Hmm? But think about the Bible, the God of books. <laughs> you have it with you. Some people don't even read it. They just dust it on Sundays. Bring it to church so that you look like a Christian. On Sundays. And when you go home, you leave it there till next week. That's when we see you. Amen? So these guys, they would take Christians. What they would do is that they will put them in a cubicle. This cubicle is usually shorter than your height. So they'll lock you up there. So imagine you're standing like that. You can't stand straight. Hmm? And then there's a drop of water. Just on your forehead. Just on your head rather. On the top of the head. Just drop it. One after the other. And then they have a loudspeaker. And they played for days, weeks, months, years. You're hearing the same thing. Communism is good. Communism is good. There is no God. There is no God. Communism is good. Communism is good. There is no God. There is no God. So imagine you... You are hearing it throughout the day. You are hearing it throughout the night. You wake up, you're hearing it. And the principle is that tell someone a lie long enough, he will believe it. Okay? So, now, if they use that to get people to believe a lie to be true, and to lay their lives down for a lie, how much more those that have the truth? What are we doing with the truth? It's time to begin to check on your meditation. What do you meditate on? Are you meditating on the lie of the devil? So the devil also does the same thing because, you know, he just keeps telling you, you are worthless. That's an example. You're worthless. You're worthless. Every day you wake up, the thought just keeps coming. That's meditation from hell. Come on. You are ugly, 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 ugly. Look at yourself. Ugly, 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 ugly. You look into the mirror, you start hearing what, I mean, you start seeing what you've been hearing. 
So you look into the mirror and you say, oh my God, I can't believe how ugly I am. How come I even have friends? Hmm? How can somebody even want to be my friend? Why? Because the devil has been lying to you. All the time. And sometimes he will use some people around you to confirm what he's saying. Because how many people know the devil has his own prophets? Yeah. Just like God has prophets, Satan has prophets. And some people, they don't know that they are operating by Satan's prophetic unction. So they begin to reinforce what the enemy has been whispering to you. Then you start believing it. And you know what? Behavior is determined by belief. Somebody say that. Behavior is determined by belief. So if he can get you to believe a lie, you're going to live a lie. You're going to live a lie. You have no idea how hard the enemy is working on your mind. In order to get your life to the direction that he has for you. He needs your mind to get you where he wants you. But are you going to give it to him? Thank you. Touch someone say, my mind is not a dumping ground. So be careful what you say to me. Hallelujah. It's not. My mind is meant to accommodate certain kind of thoughts. There are other thoughts that are not welcome. You can take them next door. But don't bring them to me. Come on. I'm not going to rent my mind to you. So you need to tell the devil he is not going to rent your mind. There's no space. There's no accommodation in your mind. For him. So all those negative thoughts that you have carried over the years, it's time for a detox. Okay? It's time for a detox because God has called you for something special. The fact that nobody believes and nobody can see it does not mean that they are right. Come on? Yeah. Even your results in school is not the truth. Yeah. It's not the truth about you. It's just a particular system that was used. But there are other systems that God can use to assess you. So you can't even believe that to be your destiny. That's why you need the word of God. That's the truth that you need. That's the truth that makes you free. Hallelujah. And that's why even for the enemy to deceive you, he needs a bit of truth. He he won't just come and give you an outright lie because he knows you will recognize it. You will see and you say, oh, no, 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 this this is a lie. Okay, he knows that. 
So what does he do? He coats it. He sugarcoats it. He will sandwich a lie with some truth. One layer of truth at the bottom. Slices of lies. And then the truth on top. Looks like a beautiful sandwich. Your favorite sandwich. And then you bite it. The moment you bite it, it starts working in you. Why? Because he wants to take you somewhere. But he can't take you to where your mind has not been. Can you see that? You can tweak it. Satan cannot take you to where your mind has not been. He can't. Try it. You'll see. For you to be defeated, your mind has to be defeated. You have to be defeated in your mind. For you to fail, it has to happen in your mind first. And in the same way, for you to prosper, it has to happen in your mind. You have to start seeing it in your mind. And that's why meditation is so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. You need to meditate in his word. What is God saying about you? Take it. And begin to meditate on it. Take it and bring it to your place of prayer. When you pray, all those prayers that you pray, you know, all those demons appear and die. It's not going to take you anywhere. Every demon that is stopping me appear and die. Now, first of all, (laughs) theologically, it does not make sense. Because demons don't die. Spirits don't die. There's no scripture that supports that. So, and that's what, that's what comes when people don't feed on the word of God. Then they come up with all kinds of strange things and you wonder, where is this? Sometimes when I say, and I'm, I, I'm amazed and I can't, Are you thinking? Where is this from? It's a spiritual exercise that takes you nowhere. So, it's just a waste of spiritual energy. Use that energy to harness the word of God. Do you get what I'm saying? Focus on it. And like, like, a, like, like um, um, a laser beam, as you continue to meditate, it becomes, it becomes like powerful as, as, as laser beam. And it will cut through every resistance. Hallelujah. It will cut through every resistance. There is nothing that can stop the power of God from working in your life. If you choose to believe it. And you start occupying your mind with these things. Then you see. Things begin to get easier. 
That's why you see that athletes, they get coaches. Why? Because the coach will work on their minds. Yeah. Do this, do this. You can do this. This is your capacity. You can achieve this. And you say, oh, but this guy, he's so good. He's, he's, he's already a multimillionaire. Why is he going to employ someone to come and tell him what to do? And this guy is following him everywhere, correcting him, telling him things. Why? Because he has recognized the importance of someone giving him the right picture in his mind. So this person will work until he begins to see it. And the moment he begins to see it, he begins to become it. Do you understand? That's why I minimize the influence of the media on my mind. I, I, I just take a little bit so that I'm not totally ignorant. But I'm telling you, gone are the days. Before, I would like, I could spend the whole day listening to news. Every, I'm in the car, it's playing, I go to, what, what, is, what is that? What news? First of all, it has already happened. <laughs> okay, it has already happened, it's in the past. It's expired. The moment they announce it, it has happened. But I have access to what can create news. Which is the word of the living God. Are you getting me? How many people want to make headlines for the good reasons? For the good reasons. Then you need the word of God. Start meditating on the word of God. Hallelujah. Get some scriptures and begin to meditate. Begin to think about them. Read it. And use your imagination. Why is he saying this? Who is he talking to? What led to this statement? You see? Begin to ponder over it. If you follow our group on there, you version you see some people you know I mean they're talking and you can see it's like they're talking to themselves but it's okay (laughs) it is okay tell someone it's okay that's part of meditation yeah it's part of meditation One of the things about meditation is that you also talk to yourself. Yeah, it's okay. So they're reading and say, I I, I wonder why David... I wonder why David did not kill Saul when he had the opportunity. It's okay. It says meditation. If you have a problem with it, it's your problem. Allow them to meditate. Hallelujah. It's meditation. So the mind is is engaging the scriptures. And that's good. 
We need more of that. Yeah. Some of you are so silent. You don't want anyone to know what you are <laughs> meditating on. Because you want to be so accurate in everything you say. That's your cup of tea. The point is this. Engage the scriptures. Apply your mind. You don't just listen to one preacher say something and then you just take it hook, hook line and sink because a preacher said it. So what? There's anointed error that is being preached. Yeah. I've heard them. I've come across a lot of them. Anointed error. They're anointed. But they speak. <laughs> yeah. So you just take it like that. And you know, that's why the Christianity of today is so weak. There's no power. No power. Years ago, Kenneth Hagin went to the Lord. Lord, why am I not seeing manifestations in my ministry? Do you know what? The Lord analyzed his preaching to him. He was surprised. What the content of his preaching that is the word of God was like maybe 5%. All that things fill everything he was preaching. So what's God going to confirm? First of all, he won't confirm your tradition. Huh? He won't confirm your opinion. He's not going to confirm your um, what Aristotle said. You quote this one, you quote this one. Aristotle said this uh, uh, Yeah. Confucius says. Hmm? Yeah. So is that what God will confirm? He can't confirm that. So God told him that you you need to preach my word. <coughs> Hallelujah. That's why we don't tell stories too much here. Only stories that help to enlighten you about the word. But the word is number one. So some people, the word that we preach has offended them. It's okay. The offense of the word is still there. Hallelujah. So sometimes the truth offends. It's good. That's why the doctor sometimes cuts you to make you better. Do you hate the doctor for doing that? Come on. How many people have had a procedure? You've had a surgery before the doctor cut you and you were in pain for so long. After that, did you hate the doctor? Huh? Did you try to kill the doctor for that? Hmm? No. You say thank you and you paid for it. You paid for the pain. You paid for the pain. But then when it comes to the word of God, you receive it freely. Huh? You receive it freely, but then you don't celebrate it. You don't appreciate it. Come on. Complaining. It's talking for too long. <laughs> preaching is too hard. That's what somebody told me one time. 
It's okay. When I meet Jesus, I want to hear, well done. You said it the way I gave it to you. Hmm? That's what I want to hear. So I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. I'm just moved by the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So even if the face is hard, I will preach it. Amen. Yeah. But you guys are here because you love the truth. So meditation is one of the ways you access the power of God. So one of the ways you are able to mine the word of God. To bring out the treasures that are in the word of God. is through the power of meditation. The word of God is, 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 like, is like the earth. You see it, but you don't know what is under. Huh? They tell you, oh, there, there's gold under this ground. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Until you begin to mine. And people spend millions just to go down. So many meters beneath. Looking for what? Looking for treasures. Do you know that in the word of God there are treasures? There are treasures in the word of God. But you, you, you don't get it because you're just reading for information. So just, just read it just... You glide through it and say, oh, wow, I know this. I know that. I know this. I used to do that when I was young. Younger. I'm still young, but, you know. Yeah. When I was a teenager with my brother, we used to compete those days. So how many revelations do you get today? Hmm? No, I had... X number of revelations, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll share mine. And he will share his. I say, I have more than you. <laughs> but you see, when you meditate, your eyes begin to open. Your eyes begin to open. You begin to see the scriptures. You begin to see the true image. That scripture begins to show you things. Look at, uh, let's look at. Uh, Proverbs. I won't be long. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 20. You know this scripture. If you've been around church for some time. My son, give attention to what? My words. My words. Incline your ear to? My Do not let them depart from? Keep them in the midst of? Let's pause there. Alright? Do not let them depart from where? My son... Keep my what? My words. Verse 20. Huh? It says, Give attention to my words. Incline your ear 
to my sayings. Alright? Do not let them depart from where? Let's pause there. He's talking about the word. Hmm? He's talking about his sayings. Then he's talking about eyes. What's the link? Huh? You, he is talking about his words, his sayings, give attention, incline your ear, right? And then now he's talking about your eyes. So, what is happening here is this. He's saying that when you get the word, you need to dwell on it long enough. Okay? Till it begins to produce pictures. Don't let those pictures depart from your eyes. That's what he's saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. So what is happening is that a lot of times we don't dwell long enough to begin to see. You know, we're in a generation that is always in a hurry, right? Come on. Instant gratification. Give it to me right now or, you know, somebody said, oh, I die. <laughs> Did somebody say that? Or I heard someone's thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but you see, sometimes I dwell on a scripture for weeks. Now there's reading, there's meditation. Okay? So there are some things you, you, you just wake up with something. I just lock into that. Until. I begin to see. It begins to paint pictures in my mind. So, if you are, um, if you are sick, let me use that example because that's common. If you are sick, you need to meditate on the word until you start seeing yourself healed. Okay? Don't dwell on your pain. Look for the word what does the word say about my condition? Dwell on it long enough until you begin to see by his stripes. I am healed. You start dreaming about it. Come on. Wherever you go to, you start seeing healing everywhere. That's what he's saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Hmm? Keep them where? In the midst of your heart. Next verse. For they are two and two. So the word of God can be health to your flesh. Not just information. Not 
just information. But for you to access the health in the word of God, you need meditation. That's the missing link. That is the missing link. So we meditate until we begin to see. And we continue to behold until we become. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So you meditate on the scripture. So whatever it is, just keep meditating. If you have a habit that has always overpowered you, go to the scriptures. There is too much there. Hallelujah. Just go there. Locate a scripture. If there is a sin that easily besets you, go to the scriptures. There is a scripture, hallelujah, that addresses your situation. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, there is a scripture that addresses your condition. Look for it. Search for it. Like you search for gold. Like you search for rands. Like you search for money. Search the scriptures. Hallelujah. So that's how you're going to get health from the scriptures. Because there is healing power in the word of God. The Bible says he sent his word. And his word, what? Healed them. And delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. So you... You need, to, you need to begin to be diligent with the scriptures. I'm telling you. We're going to explode with power in this place. Amen. Because by the time we all start meditating on the word of God. We start changing. We start manifesting powers of the age to come. Why? Because we're meditating on that. Amen. Until we start seeing it. I meditate on the scriptures until I start seeing wheelchairs empty. Hallelujah. I begin to see truckloads of wheelchairs as testimonies from your life. How about that? So that picture will not depart. I will not allow it to depart. But some of us, our imagination is always worst case scenario. Stop it. Amen? Amen. Imagine. Use the word of God. You see, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction through the word. So the word of God has healing power. Amen? Amen. Back to Proverbs chapter 4. Look at that. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 21. Let's read it in the King James. Authorized King James Version. The, the, the version that belongs to the Queen of England. Oh. All right. Okay, verse 22 in King James. Let's see verse 22 in King James. Look at that. Let's, let's read it. Life to those who find and health to all their flesh. I can't remember. There is a version that uses medicine. It is medicine to their flesh. 
Search it out for me. I don't know if it's the literal translation or what translation. It's a version that uses the word medicine. So when you take the word and you start, t- you, you start taking it in. For, I'm, and I'm using healing and sickness because it is common to all of us. Right? So you take the scriptures. I, 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 I listened to one pastor, one preacher. He was diagnosed with, um, what cancer was it? Prostrate cancer. He went for just a routine checkup. Just a routine checkup. And the doctor said, hey, pastor, you are in trouble. This is what I discovered. He said, to the, he, said, he, said to the, he said to the doctor, Doctor, okay, I'll be back. And left that place. He didn't go crying to his wife. Oh, no, can you see? Can you imagine I have prostate cancer? No, 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 no. He went and booked a hotel. Three days and three nights. He just got some scriptures. He was reciting them for three days. Real story. For three days and three nights, every he just he just reciting from morning to night. He's just he's just reciting, one after the other. You know, on the third day he broke his fast. After that he went to the doctor. Doctor checked him. He said, ah, "You're a lucky man." He said, "Doctor, this is not luck. It was a process." It was a process. So what did he do? He meditated day and night on the scriptures concerning that matter. Took diligence. Got his concordance and got all the scriptures. And just uh, just, was just reciting, God, (laughs) there's no sleep. We are going to deal with this thing. And he continued like that. Until that thing left his body. Yes. And he's, he's alive today. He has no problem. He doesn't have any problem in that area. So oftentimes, we don't dwell long enough on the scriptures. Yeah. Why? Because, number one, your scripture is not interesting enough to you. Come on. Yeah. Your magazine is more interesting. Destiny is more interesting. And uh, what is that one? Some of you that like those gossip magazines. What, what do you call them? Drum. Yeah. Yeah. They are more interesting. And yet, they don't add life to you. They are not health to your flesh. They are not medicine to you. Come on. Yeah. So are you going to dwell on the word of God? Or are you going to dwell on your situation? Hmm? Dwell on the word. Until the power in that word explodes in you. It explodes in you. And once it explodes in you, I'm telling you. Nothing is going to stop you. 
Yeah. I know that there is greatness inside you. You might not know it. But I'm telling you, there is. You are carrying greatness inside you. Yeah. You are carrying greatness inside you. Some of you are supposed to make headlines. Huh? Who is that? Is that you? Is it you? Is it you? Huh? The violent take it by force. Yes. That's how it starts. You know, they start looking for you. They start interviewing you all over the place. Hmm? Why? Because you've been meditating. And it's leading to something. You know that a lot of the scientific breakthroughs that we experience came out of meditation. Yeah. Came out of meditation. Haggai is powerful. So you need to see it in your life. Okay? Some of you, witty inventions. You need to start inventing. You need to start inventing. Yes. Hmm? You, need to, you need to come up with some new technology. Yeah. Just Hagar until heaven opens. Boom. You enter into the technology hub of heaven. And then just bring down something for us. That will bless humanity. Yeah. That's how it works. And we are going to make a record. People will be blown away. Their minds will be blown away when they see the things that will come out from this place. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I've seen it already. I have seen it already. Hallelujah. And I'm declaring what I have seen. Giving you the template and helping you to see the pathway to accessing these things. Okay? Don't be distracted. Touch your neighbor. Say, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Yeah. Don't let your pain distract you. Pain is just a distraction. Yeah. Be focused. Be focused on the Lord. Be focused on His Word. Be focused on his purpose. Amen. Be focused on his will for your life. Amen. And let his glory explode in you. Amen. I was telling them the first service that as you meditate, the scriptures will open to you. And some of you will enter into it. It's like 4D. You enter into the scriptures. Do you want that experience? Amen. Meditate. Hallelujah to meditate. You meditate until you start interacting with Elijah. How about that? You meditate until you start interacting with Abraham. These are dimensions that exist in the spirit. Telling you. And there are scriptures to support what I'm saying. There are scriptures to support that. You meditate until you begin to experience the word of God live. Live and direct. 
Say, we'll get there. I will get there. Hallelujah. I need to shock my generation. Can you say that about me? I need to shock my generation. Hallelujah. Yeah. I need to shock my generation with my, my walk with God will shock my generation. Hallelujah. Yes. So we need to declare some things. Release it in the atmosphere. Release it in your home. Release it in your spirit. And I tell you, your life will just begin to go in that direction. Because your mind has been there. If you can imagine it, you can do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Not even gotten into what I wanted to share with you. But come on. The Lord is at work. Amen. I believe in meditation. Thank in the power of meditation. Some of you have already started becoming giants in the spirit. I can see that. You're becoming a giant. You, you, you think that the enemy has defeated you, but actually you have defeated him. Amen. Just by getting hold of this truth. Amen. By getting hold of this, certain things have lost their grip over your life. Amen. They've lost their grip over your life. You shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Tell the Lord. Lord, I thank you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.